Ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to Better Than Most Things with your hosts, Sean and Max. Yay! Yay. Thank you very much, producer Mr. E. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to jump right into it. Um, I want to talk about something we've talked about many times at this point on this show. If you're a fan of the show, you should know something about Jetpack Guy. Oh, no shit. There's an update on Jetpack Man. Slight update. I don't know. I don't Slight update, <sighs> slight, maybe. We'll, we'll just get into it. So um, some new emails have come to light, basically, from the Freedom of Information Act. Uh-huh. People are requesting, basically, what the FAA already have. And the emails are suggesting um, that perhaps the Jetpack guy doesn't exist at all, and it could be a drone to look like a jetpack. <laughs> What? How... Host Sean and I just gave each other a high five, by the way. Because you guys have been team drone this entire <laughs> yes, time. We yes, have. I'm going to tell you all the version I have and still say I'm team jetpack man. Okay. But I'm going to tell you more, you know, to be scientific, you need to know all the what's happened there. So um, basically, like I said, the emails detail a low likelihood of a jetpack being able to soar to 3,000 feet near LAX. And then the emails also referenced a YouTube video I'm going to show you, which shows a drone that looks like oh, a man wow. in a jetpack. Well, and so the... The official document stating that, oh, a jetpack can't go that high. No known technology, because the outlier here is the Iron Man theory, that it's exactly. just someone who invented some super cool tech. Big fucking exactly. That's why I'm on Team Mad, because the, okay. the whole point, everyone's like, well, you can't do that. It's like, well, you can't do that, but yeah, exactly. our amazing jetpack man can. <laughs> so I'm going to show you the video really quick, uh, but let me tell you more about it really quick. Like I said, it's a, um, it's a drone that looks like a man. Okay. And I guess this video has been out for a while. And one of the um, pilots even said they showed him this video, and he said that's what I saw. The pilot said that's he saw what was exactly like the drone in the YouTube video below is what he claims. Okay, but didn't the, the some of the pilots say that is one hundred and ten percent a jetpack? They all said jetpack. Period. Right. So now and he's going to say, them, oh, and that's then what I, saw. Well, I think he's like one of the first ones. He's like saying, you know, it's been so long now. And I now guess it's he like, just oh, knew he was duped. Yeah. I'm going to poke holes in all the bullshit. Okay, like cool. Said. I'm excited for uh, this because um, so also okay another jetpack guy. Um, David Mayman, he's the chief test pilot of Jetpack Aviation. We've talked about Jetpack Aviation before on the show, too, because okay. when all this Jetpack shit happened, this this is a Jetpack company in America. So this is like, we all go, hey, is this you? And they keep saying, no, this is not us. And they're like, I don't think Jetpacks can do this. Our Jetpacks cannot do this. We're at the forefront of the technology, and we can't do yes, that. Yes, exactly. And like, he, here's what he said months ago. He confirmed that they have not flown for months, the Jetpacks. And he said he stated that he does not believe there are any Jetpack operators who could get to 3,000 feet and sustain it, is what he says. This guy who owns the Jetpack, or the test chief test pilot of Jetpack Aviation. Right, because it'd be one of those equations where it takes... It takes half the fuel to get the rest of the fuel up there. That's and then to maintain the altitude takes even more fuel. It's very, very unlikely with existing technology. They'd run out of fuel. They use fuel too quickly. Yeah. So that's exactly what they said. But, so I'm going to show you the video now. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm going to show you the video. And then we, let's poke holes in all this bullshit. But here's the video that they're kind of saying, like, oh, it's probably one of these. So describe to the audience what you're seeing now. Oh my god. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, it's oh, a dude. Wow. Oh, is this it looks like an inflatable. And no, oh, yeah, no, wow. it's, this is a fake. This is what I'm saying that it's, they're saying it is. It's like that's the drone. There's that's an inflatable. So like, that's not a person. It looks like a person standing up um with their arms at like right angles holding some sort of wow, uh like you know controls, controls I guess. and then uh wearing a backpack and the backpack itself has two big fans uh mounted on the shoulders, so one on the right, one on the left. And uh those I guess, give you the lift and propel you through the air. And he looks very solid. He's wearing fatigues. Um, 
but I'm guessing it's like an inflatable, like a uh, Christmas decoration, where you just have a little bit of it's like basically a blow up doll, yeah, on like a drone, and that's it because it's so it's shaped to look like a man. So that's what they're claiming. This is that's what they're claiming. What what's the um what was the operation from like World War Two and whatnot where they uh they built fake tanks and built uh fake inflatable I don't know what it's called stuff I know exactly and what you're about. yeah just, just to, to look like they had so much forces and stuff exactly and i could it. see like the u.s army using a bunch of these to you know fake that out and uh now all of a sudden we have like sky rangers and shit <laughs> so i mean that's kind of it as far as like new information as far as there's that video i showed you of a drone thing one of the pilots said uh, he saw exactly something like that and there's all these emails saying they're thinking it's probably like it's highly unlikely it's some insane Iron Man jetpack theory. Yeah, I'm still on Team Jetpack. Um, that video I thought was like, yeah, that looks cool, but uh, you, you wouldn't necessarily think that's a guy in a jetpack. I mean, just it's so like flimsy and flowy and stuff. Versus, let's see that thing at three thousand feet. That thing, okay. that thing was like off the ground, and that's it. It's not at three thousand feet with planes going around. And I would like to. I, I'm pissed off. I didn't have the video up and ready. But do you remember the video we saw of Jetpack Man going over the yeah, ocean? He's flying through the one? air. He's fucking hauling ass. And okay. It's like, but like, but and, now I have a theory. Was there any sort of chemtrail or exhaust when he was flying by? Because when because the drone didn't make any. And it's like if there was a jetpack well, flying at three thousand, wouldn't you see some sort? I do remember seeing in the video of the jetpack off the uh, coast? coast of uh, Palos Verdes. Uh-huh. Uh, behind the jetpack, it seemed uh, to ripple. So suggesting so that there local. was some sort of heat uh, being expelled rather than just fans. But, I, you know, we're watching, we're watching the video right now and it's so far away. Yes. It's just a dot. Yes. Okay, and yes, it's in it like is. a hazy area. Of that's the a dot that's hauling ass. <laughs> it is, but that's drones a dot can that looks fly like it has just more, like that. It doesn't look like that thing at all, in my opinion. Really? I think it looks just like it. It has the. I mean, it looks no, like a dude. Don't. How? How does it not look like it? That's it's a guy. A man. He's waving. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's not waving. But in my opinion, when I look at this video, I see a very bulky back thing. Not this thing. It did stick look thing. different. The back. And it looked like it's hauling it ass. Like, like this video is from another plane. And I, I remember like what that last time what the guy was saying too. He was like, let's say this is a drone. Wouldn't uh-huh. you be doing that to like make attention and do all this crap? Why is he, he is. flying it in this? He he flew it in this area that it was just a fluke zone. Was because there. he already got too much attention, right? So he's what he's just like some drone enthusiast who's like I either want to do it or don't, but I kind of want to do it still. I just I just love flying drones. That look like people, <laughs> like is that like what like you know what I mean? It just almost makes more sense. There's the Iron Man you guy think, out there. You think uh, the idea that an inventor invented a stellar, awesome technology, and then he was just brilliant enough to come out with this cutting edge tech, but dumb enough to test it by an airport? You think that's plausible? <laughs> I was going to say, it's illegal to also find a drone in the airport, so sure. either way, he's a criminal. The is yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Because otherwise, it just... I don't know. It's propaganda for a movie, dude. It uh, That'd be amazing. That's what I thought about the monolith stuff. It's true, what, it, yeah. You, said it, you think it's what? Propaganda for oh, a movie. Oh, propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> I said Gandalf. I was like, you thought Gandalf? Be- <laughs> like, what does that mean? That's a proper Gandalf right there. Yeah. Gandalf. <laughs> but uh, that's kind of the update, so I'm still on team Jetpack. For I think obvious reasons that that doesn't convince me at all. Look at this lame ass thing. That, that, that this is, is sec- also ten thousand feet closer. These pilots are trained to see shit. They didn't say like, hey. Yeah, I saw and he a also said it's hundred percent a jetpack. And then they showed him this. He said, never mind, it's that. I don't believe that. Oh yeah, that's my biggest point. Is yeah. I think they found Jetpack Man, 
Oh, and this, and this is, is a, all uh, the cover up. I yeah. really do. This is like because all of it's just all coming out like, oh, you like here's this. Do you think video. this was manufactured after Jetpack Man was seen? This inflatable pilot looking. The thing? inflatable thing. This is from 2019. At least this video right here. So it's from a year ago. Okay. So that gives us some whatever. But still, this is a far flung thing from uh, having a little blow up doll off the ground like ten feet. Like, hey, look, I did it. Versus planes in the air, three thousand feet. They were so amazed it was a jetpack, but can drones? Do I was gonna that? say three thousand feet's fucking high for a drone. Yeah, yeah. Right? is that, yeah. that high for a drone too? Yeah. Is that like is that reaching its capabilities, its <laughs> energy, imagine. its fuel? So even then, isn't that wouldn't that be an impressive drone? That's just for an argument. I don't want to take up too much time on this anymore, but just for argument, let's say it was an awesome drone. It's, it's like an insane drone, even that no one's seen, right? Like right. can drones do this like that? Hardcore. Uh, Meister is saying yes. Like they could meet. Mine can go like Oh, feet in the air. Oh, my for those who don't hear that, Maestro not said legal. his could go 5,000 feet. He said, yeah, 5,000 feet. Not legally, really? of course. <laughs> oh, not legally. No flies. Can. Can in certain areas. But, but again, that's like a commercial thing. I've never done that. Like, in, in yours is, I don't want to say big or small, but like, like, how big is yours if you think about it? Because. Not that big. Right? So if it was 3,000 feet in the air, no one would even see it, even if it had a blow up doll on it almost. Like, right? Like, I feel like this thing's so bulky and being seen from so far away that it is. Obviously, Bulky gets a huge jetpack. So one of the things I think lends credibility to your argument is um, when you watch the video of the inflatable man there that is clearly a drone, um, the the big propellers on his shoulders are pretty big and noticeable. In the other video, I don't see a lot of obstruction or distortion around the shoulders. Look how it flies, too. Like now that we're really analyzing it, this is more of an upward flight mechanism this is why i don't believe it right see this is like more of like a ah i'm a nice fairy floating up a little bit the other one was propelling itself forward with such a speed from a plane that looked like it was hauling ass right in my opinion so it looks like it has like some like you said almost like a jet behind it going like just pushing it really fast over this water or wherever the fuck it's doing versus this thing yeah it's cool and floaty but it doesn't look like it can go that fast like again drone expert over here how fast can your can your drone go? Because I feel like these drones like are this drone's holding ass. Forty five miles? That's fast, I think. Yeah. But but in plain terms, I don't think it is. And it sounds like they're I don't know. Anyway, mystery solved, continued. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? I actually looked it up too. Oh yeah, uh, what? for the distance. And really quick. Nineteen thousand six hundred and eighty five feet. Whoa. Like, it, can go. it can go that high. Well, a drone? Go that high. A drone Holy or shit. your drone? My, my drone. Your particular the, drone. DJI. So 19,000 feet. That's where planes fly, isn't it? 20,000 feet? Yeah. You can see the curvature of the Earth. Oh, shit. Damn, that's dude. awesome. I didn't realize we, yeah. commercial people could invest stocks in that high. drones. That's Fuck pretty yeah, impressive. Fuck, I guess it's a drone then. Okay, what am I? I'm crazy. I mean, yeah, it's right. Not, it's totally not. Anyway. <laughs> all right, I got a story here. We're all Redditors here, right? We all like yeah, uh, sure. visit Reddit and whatnot. Have you guys heard the buzz about GameStop Reddit and GameStop? Yes. I have. Yes. I really have, yeah. Okay, so I heard this and I was like, I got to know more. So I really dug in and uh, I learned a lot about stocks. Good for you. Yeah, I went deep on this piece of shit. Yeah, well, and then we knew that before it happened. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, what's that? There's short buying, and I think it's called, or short selling. Short selling. selling. Short selling, yeah. So, yeah, it all starts with the idea of shorting a stock. Um, hedge funds and investors predict a downturn in a particular stock, in this case, GameStop. So they predict that, and what they do is they will borrow uh, GameStop stock from owners looking to get out, and they will try to sell it at market value. 
And um, this is all based on the condition that the price will drop by a certain date. So they're predicting all of this and they're telling everybody and, you know, it'll drop by this date and those are our conditions and we will sell it and blah, blah, blah. And if everything goes according to plan, everybody makes money. But, but. but. Uh, Reddit being but. the gaggle of nerds they are, they're like, trolls. yeah, you're not going to away with this. <laughs> short our GameStop. <laughs> you're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And so the people at, uh, what is it? Let me see here. Oh. The community r slash wall street bets okay got together and collectively um started buying gamestop stock which helped drive the price up and so these hedge funds and investors who are trying to short the stock they gambled it would go down they gambled it would go down and now the stock is going up and they now have to because the stock is going up and against the trend and the contract they made with the people that own the stock, they borrowed it from. Um, They're going to pay the market value. Well, now they have to pay the difference and then give the stock back Oof. to those people. And so it all comes out of their pockets. Like yeah. the big uh, big investors lost. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with that one. So they're going to not have their fourth boat. Uh, yeah, essentially. So sad. Well, so... The sad thing is GameStop's a Fortune 500 company now. That's the sad part. <laughs> Dude, it went from, I think, $15 to, at one point, $350. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah. Can you imagine if we just knew this knowledge before it happened? Oh, my God. Oh. Insider trading? I mean, <laughs> that's what, that's all they all made their God. millions. The other guys. <laughs> yeah, They're right? just mad we did it. <laughs> well, that's what, I mean, essentially, it's not necessarily insider trading what these guys did, but they... Yeah. Um, they just collectively got together. They're they're just a group of like-minded people that are uh, – they're all individuals, first of all. They're not working for these investment companies or hedge fund companies, and you know they don't have billions behind them to invest and maneuver. And so um, just that idea of the, the individuals out there banding together to upset a stock – from the professional traders like mm-hmm. that is throwing everybody in a tizzy. Yeah, they're like sitting there realizing their power. Like, wait, there's more of us than them. Absolutely. And if we actually do this stuff, we could we could also play the game they're Redditors all playing. Redditors are fucking amazing. <laughs> We've all seen that one comment where that one guy's like, I looked into this guy's history and saw a screenshot and then raised the resolution on the screenshot and found like some clues uh-huh, in the background. Yeah. It's like Dude, or there's always like some professional like, oh, well, I say that, you know, <laughs> a dog will die from this. Like, excuse me, I'm a vet. Ten years. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Fuck, you're so fucking, no, the comments are so where it's awesome. at. Like, yeah. any post, it's all about the comments. For like, sure. It really oh, yeah. is. Some people were born to make Reddit comments. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a lurker there. I don't I don't ever do, uh, like, I, it's very rare I actually comment because I just enjoy everyone else. But, dude, yeah, there's some there's some bangers out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, so this whole attack was at the uh at wall 1%, street essentially whatever. yeah exactly at the one percent or like whatever you want to call them is. yeah i'm not trying to get political daddy with it, warbucks but... i guess yeah exactly take um, that daddy warbucks so there's been a lot of uh kind of uh, thoughts behind what this means moving forward uh one of the ideas is that um these hedge funds and investors that lost we're talking millions. We're talking a shit ton on From their billions. on this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what they're saying now is that they will probably initiate a mass sell-off of other stocks to recoup their losses. And what that means is huge volatility in the market again mm-hmm. after this. Yep. And then they're also saying that this may not be good for GameStop. This may create an artificial bubble for GameStop and will eventually crash them 
Good. I hope they do. <laughs> GameStop is kind of a weird GameStop thing. GameStop is like, ass. Yeah, well, it that's is. what I thought too. I was like, why is the Reddit community banding together to save the business with the rudest it employees been like ever? Jane's yarn shop. It could have been anything. It's just the fact that they knew it was happening. They're like, we could actually do this. Any gamers out there, please do not go to GameStop. Please, I beg you. <laughs> They're so crooked. I'll They're do so my crooked. Pokemon pre-orders at GameStop, but beyond that, everything's online. That's downloaded. the only reason why pre-orders are a thing is because of stupid-ass exclusives like that. Yep, totally. But, oh my god, GameStop <laughs> is the it. fucking worst, dude. They're the devil. I mean, they you buy a game for $60, then you return it for $10, oh. and then they, they make it $55 and resell it. It completely steals the money from the manufacturer and the, and the production companies. It's, it's fucked up. It's dumb. <laughs> How do you feel about like used bookstores in that case? Or well, I mean, I guess it works the same way, right? But I mean, I bet you the bookstores are discounting it more than fucking five dollars. Oh my like, god! You played yeah. the game yeah. for two years, and the game is three years old, and you take it in. And I still have to buy it for you know, it's like sixty dollar copy. You want to buy the used one for five dollars less? It's fucking five dollars, dude. It's, it's buy like... the sixty dollar <laughs> copy and give the manufacturer your sixty dollars instead of fucking giving GameStop GameStop fifty five dollars. It's basically a game pawn shop. They made their money twice on yeah. the same game. It's fucking yeah. do- it's dumb. Yeah, it's like, hey. I'm anti-GameStop, by the way. So, <laughs> guess you can't no shit. I found a colonial coin collection. But I love this story, and I, I hope it crashes. It's uh, worth $1 million. <laughs> Best I could do is $5. Yeah, exactly. You could buy a $60 game and take in. it back a day later. Let me bring them in. So, $5. Something else that's happening here is the government's getting involved now and holding a hearing what? to discuss the government... Thank you. <laughs> That's ex- if you didn't say, I was like, the government? Yeah. <laughs> Them government, the feds, uh, they're getting involved to uh, discuss the implications of the Reddit online trading community and the power they now wield. Oh, come on. Fuck them. <laughs> I don't think they'll put regulations on it or anything, because essentially it's all just free speech and you're right. talking about yeah, the actions market, you want right? to do. It's just a, they're mad a, that we actually did it. Dude, it's uh, a discussion me, I'm not forum. doing it. Like, you know what I mean? But I'm just saying, like, I just, you know. It's kind of annoying, but they're bad. They're like, hey, this is our game. We're not supposed to do it. But over the past uh, couple of years, there's there's been an uptake in uh, day traders and millennials now investing and not necessarily doing what the pros are doing, which is long-term investing. Sure. They find that now millennials are doing short-term investing and just trying to cash in real quick, essentially uh, rolling up to the roulette table and just trying to earn some quick bucks. <laughs> it's funny this whole like because i've been reading about it for a couple of days too this really just shows like, i've read like how, what this means so many times i still sit there like stocks or what and, like, <laughs> i've read it so many times and, like i like i do i know the, the nomenclature i know what to say but i still sometimes go like what it's, huh? like you it's know overwhelming many, you know how many websites i went to to truly understand the idea of shorting a stock you explained that very well, so good for you. Oh, <laughs> you uh, got it down. I, yeah. like, I'm sure I fudged some of the details <laughs> ultimately, but <laughs> well, we're gonna have a redditor that's gonna chime in and oh, tell you sure. how wrong you are. You guys are dumb. So they also, uh, that particular Reddit community is also saving uh, AMC Theater right now. They're See, trying I to like keep AMC them afloat. Theaters. Really? We used to sneak yeah. in there all the time. I wouldn't say they're artificially propping it up, but they're definitely investing while it's low right now, sure. in the hopes that it will. Uh, bank out in the future once this pandemic's Ooh. over. Right? Something to consider. Yeah. 
I think about movie theaters because it's crazy. We used to go all the time to movies. I mean, oh, yeah. not as much as you, but still, like, yeah, I was thinking about it when uh, King King Kong versus Godzilla. Yep, oh yeah, that's coming out. We always but, we always see those movies together. Yep, and so I kind of like been see I've been into the hype, and I'm like, man, we can't see that in theaters. But like, did you hear they're releasing it in theaters and on HBO Max at the same time? Oh, that's sick. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be able to watch it from home. That's actually every Warner Brothers movie that they were going to release in uh, 2020. Yeah, in, oh. in 2021 and 2020, like they pushed back so many. Oh shit! And they wanted Warner Brothers wanted to um, uh, pimp out HBO Max as a streaming service. Interesting. And it has like next to no viewers. It's it's battling with CBS All Access, which is you know garbage. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and so you know they Warner Brothers was like, oh yeah, we'll kick a bunch of movies over there, and um, then we'll release them in theaters as well. And that's got the whole industry in a fucking uproar and. Christopher Nolan's like, I'll never make movies with you again. Like, whatever. You're done. <laughs> I'll never make Tenet, the worst movie ever, for you ever again. Hey, I told you it was going to be bad. Yeah, I ass. told you. <laughs> dude, I after mean, Interstellar, I was like, I'm done with you. Oh, Interstellar's nah, the worst. I wanted to like Tenet so bad. And I'm just like, God, what the fuck? <laughs> like, he's just trying to be like so weird that it's it's weird. <laughs> like, I, it's. I love me some sci fi, but I can't do the math problems. It's just a big fucking math problem. And I, I, I'm done. I'm done. Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan, you hear me? <laughs> I mean, yeah, don't you love those movies? Like, you have to watch it 50 times to get it. Then uh, it's awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> watch Shawshank Redemption once. <laughs> you, exactly. you get it. It's Prometheus. pretty awesome. So speaking of good movies, did you uh, watch the King Kong versus Godzilla trailer? Yes. Of course. Right? Yeah, yes. yeah. He's going to get his cheeks clapped, King yeah. Kong. I okay. Mean, that's what sucks. Okay. This is what it, I thought was interesting. Even the trailer, he's using a weapon. In the trailer, it shows him deflecting Godzilla's atomic breath with his hands. No, no, no. No, he with had a, a weapon. With a weapon. Oh, with it like was a weapon? Axe. Yeah, okay, he still was gotcha. doing that, which is like monkey with stick right? win against okay, nuclear lizard. <laughs> like, dude, nuclear lizard <laughs> wins versus on, monkey time. with club, mon, club, club monkey guy. Like, There's a lot of theories out there. Uh, one of the theories is that um, Godzilla's, or excuse me, King Kong's hammer that he has, or his axe, is one of Godzilla's dorsal fins. And oh, that's why shit. it can absorb the okay. atomic breath. Okay. Like he snapped it off and re- refashioned well, it into a weapon. I mean, uh, what I'm trying to say, King Kong, all he has is his intelligence, right? I mean, yeah, right. Godzilla is, you know, intelligent, but King he's Kong supposed is to be, supposedly like, yeah. supposed to be three times bigger than he was in Kong Island, right? Wasn't he is an he? adolescent he's Kong Island? That's bigger, what I read. Yes. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thing. saw he's a comparison that was like him in Kong Island and him now. So interesting. But, so he's gonna be a thick boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize that because yeah, I've heard that too. Like the size comparison. I thought I already I already thought Kong was smaller. Yeah, but Godzilla definitely looks smaller in this movie. So well, there's yeah, there's more theories that it's not the original Godzilla that we saw. It's another. Oh, Godzilla. gotcha. It depends on the timeline, I guess. Right. Well, it, th- I'm oh, guessing there's, there's two oh. Godzillas oh. in this He's world. He's a multi-incarnate. So oh, so King Kong's going to win, and then it's going to end with, like, the real world, like, Wah! like just door, like, a door, like, dwarfing him, basically. I could see that. I could see sure. that. Well, actually, I, I read, like, they actually showed Mecha Godzilla in there, too. Yeah, I saw that, too. Yeah. Yeah. And there could be some Mecha Fuck yeah. Godzilla stuff going on. I'm so looking forward to Mecha Godzilla. Like, Dude, he's low key my old favorite. Oh yeah, yes, love Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, for the for the listeners, these guys know a lot about those movies. Like I've watched a bunch, usually with Hoshan or with the other Mister E. <laughs> 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 but 
I don't know why that was funny. Why are you guys laughing? I'm like, you're mystery. Um, but <laughs> they know a lot about that shit, honestly. Like, I didn't realize mystery is a huge fan. I almost feel like mystery knows a little more than. I don't know. Nah. You've watched a lot on repeat, too. I've been rewatching them lately, yeah. too. Oh, so. <laughs> you're both All weird. credits to my <laughs> brother. Russell's man. weird old one. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. And uh, I just, I love the idea that. In 2014, the new Godzilla movie treated Godzilla like Jaws, and they barely showed him, and it was very grounded in reality, except for, you know, the big monsters walking around and fighting. Mm-hmm. Was that the Brian Cranston one? Yeah. Oh, God. And then now we're straight up like, eh, Mecha Godzilla is a thing in yeah. this world. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> like, giant robots, it's fine. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. No biggie. <laughs> so do you remember a story we did about Venus? Of course. Tell us, remind us. Oh, is this uh, Venus, that there was the possibility of life in the atmosphere based on phosphines, I believe. That is the, yep, That phosphine. we detected wow. in the atmosphere at a certain uh, altitude that they shouldn't exist in this number. And I blah, swear blah, blah, we're smarter blah. in this show. Insert clapping sound effect. <laughs> no, in this show, I swear we remember everything from the past episodes. And then if you ask us off air... You never would have been able to say that. I never would have been able to say that. I swear to God, like only on the show we remember the old stuff. So uh, yes, phosphine in the atmosphere that was detected. So I've uh, there's an update to that story. Um, That supposedly is bullshit now. What? Which part? The idea of discovering phosphines? Uh, They're saying now that that wasn't even phosphine they were detecting. (gasps) Oh, it's a smudge on the lens. Uh, It was a nice uh, big old smudge. Uh, The original study uh, misread the data from the radio (laughs) telescope is what they're saying. The the, the telescope was like misaligned and stuff. Here, let's get into it. So like I said, they, um, they pretty much killed the idea that Venus could have biological organisms. Although, I'm just gonna say this right now. This almost feels like another cover-up. I'm going to call this... This has to be the cover-up episode because this fucking jetpack guy's like, oh, there's no jetpack. Here's a convenient video. Now it's like, we found Venus, and then it goes, oh... This is the debunking episode. Here's like all these... (laughs) Like, I will tell you, I saw it over and over. It's like, oh, that Venus stuff, that's not happening now. That's not like... "Mm Mm-hmm. 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 The fucking ambassador of Venus is like, you know, you got to shut up about (laughs) fucking life on Venus, dog. (laughs) So, like, like multiple... Okay, but let's just say... Let's just say here's what they're saying. Who's um, the ambassador to? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. To us? Uh, I think. The phosphines. Um, so like I said, the new study, uh, scientists claim it wasn't phosphine they were detecting, but ordinary sulfur dioxide. Oh, yeah. So the, they determined the initial detection did not come from the from the cloud layer either, but from upper, up the upper, uh, I'm sorry, the upper atmosphere where molecules would be destroyed within seconds. Which made no sense either, and they were blaming a confusion on a miscalibration of a radio telescope. Oh bummer! Jesus. Maybe all those exoplanets we've discovered are false too. No, no. <laughs> I mean, that's what it really is. Like, honestly, this is how science is, right? Like, you. Are you tell me God is real right now. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. We have proof. Of you like, we have his address. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can go right now. <laughs> he only answers one question. Though. Um. So, like we said before, too, that because. They were even labeling that's one of the greatest scientific discoveries of 2020. Like, oh, my God, life could be on Venus. And so now it's just like, oh, but I'm sorry. Um, and so they, 2020 the just got people, worse. I know, right? <laughs> so even the people on the on the original study, they, they say they weren't able to find the same signal that they were finding. And they also admitted to the calibration error. And then they downgraded the strength of their claims. This is after they released it to the world. Like, phosphine on Venus. Oh, my God. And like I said, it's sulfur dioxide up there. I wonder how many times they double-checked their math, and I wonder what that math oh, looked like. You know what I mean? Like, 
what, what's the process there? Like, don't worry about the hardware. We know it's good. Well, I so, mean, just like we were just trying to start up the computer, and I was like, nah, it's plugged in. The USB <laughs> is plugged in. To don't be worry fair, about like, it. Like, I mean, these and guys are trying to like they were trying to make sense of like when when we say they even detected this stuff on Venus. It's not like they're looking at a picture like it's like nope, there it is. Like it's like it's like. <laughs> Like ones and zeros I was gonna on a say piece ones of paper zeros, yeah. on an old school fax machine, even like it's not even <laughs> nice and sexy. Yeah, it's like some really shit. <laughs> and so uh. the, the researchers detected a, a spectral signature, and that's what they thought Ooh, the phosphine was. was. I a, like the name it's of like that. This, basically, long story short, like you look at the ones and zeros on a piece of paper, and there's all these peaks and valleys, and it's like a yeah, he's gonna look it up right now. But basically, that's what they thought it was, and then basically with more. You know, may I research a spectral signature is a variation of reflectance or emittance of a material with respect to wavelengths. Jesus. Oh, yeah. That's how we tell the spectral signature of stars indicates the composition of the stellar atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. So they got their they got the wires crossed and now they backpedaled and uh, they're the laughing stock of the uh, (laughs) astronomical community. Right on. Everyone should shit on them. But. I don't know. They were so adamant. They're like, "Hey, old man, phosphine." At least like, they came. At least they came honest in the end. You know, yeah. it's, it's hard to admit a mistake, and that's what science does, right? I, I was saying, scientific like, theory. Honestly, this is about science. It's a hypothesis. Science can be wrong, and they're supposed to be like, "Hey, we're wrong. Here's Correct. the right thing now." Right. Yep. But I'm still gonna believe the ambassador of Venus came down and was like, "You guys <laughs> shut the fuck up about all this life on Venus, bro. Like, we're, we're gonna come out to you in 30 more years." Well, now. he's working with the uh, the Federation that that Israeli space expert was talking about mm-hmm. a few oh, episodes ago. Yeah, yeah on Mars yeah, yeah. and stuff. I bet Jetpack Man's one of their emissaries, like oh, going around the Earth, like, "Oh shit. shit!" He's like the Silver Surfer. He's preparing it for colonization, mm. for 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 <laughs> demolition. Yeah. He's all coming. right. Well, last time, Mr. E, you won the uh, What's Better Than Most game. Yes, sir. So you get to draw our next suggestion. I draw it? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you hold so it. I'll, there you go. I don't think there's any. Hey, you must. <laughs> I drew it last time, too. Hey, don't so don't that's why I'm asking. <laughs> okay. Are you ready, listeners? I hope it's something. On this episode cool. of What's Better Than Most, the topic is... Oh, my God. Optimus Prime versus Dom Toretto. <laughs> Dom Toretto, for those who don't know, is Vin Diesel from Fast and Furious. Oh Jesus! I didn't know. I'm like who? I, I, I knew Max. I knew host Max didn't know that. Oh, so. oh God. Okay. I'm giving host Max Dom Toretto. So. <laughs> you know, as soon as I, I knew, I was like, I don't know who that is. Although uh, now I know. You're lucky Mr. E knows. So I know. I'll you. And you, and you know the capabilities. You know. All right, we'll be back after this break with the prompt. Did you know that was who that was? And we're back from the break. And as you listeners know, before we went to the break, we pulled the topic for the What's Better Than Most minigame. And the topic was Optimus Prime versus Dom Toretto. All so right. before I say the spin, I'm going to I'm gonna announce who goes first and who they have. Okay. So Sean will have Dom Toretto. Oh, fucking And asshole. Max will have Optimus Prime. Okay. And Max will go first. And the spin on the topic is, who of the two would we would be better as a teammate on the show, The Amazing Race, with means of transportation oh. not considered? Oh, uh, so means of transportation so, not considered. So Dom's car isn't a thing. Optimus Prime Can't flying drive. isn't a thing. Please, yeah. uh, uh, Amazing Race. It's a show where I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah explain it, it to him. Okay, host. basically, Amazing Race is like kind of like a survivor-like show, reality show where there's a 
uh, teams of two, the amazing and they go on like different so. adventures where it's like you need to go across uh, this tiger pit, and then once someone has to do something else, and it's really grueling, oh. and whoever gets to like Europe. <laughs> Like, there's 14 guys, and they get to Europe, and like, oh, you're last, you're out. And so it's this whole amazing race across the world. Got it. And okay. It, okay. It's all about And they play mini games on the way, so consider that. Are they, like, are they in a rally car, like the Bubblegum Rally, where they're just, like, it's hauling all They're in whatever they can. So some people can get taxis, some can't, and some okay. people get bikes, and they pay people to borrow their bikes. I haven't watched okay. a long time, but, like, I remember one person, like, they He's had enough money. He's going to go first, though. It'll help they had, you. They had enough money to, like, buy all the tickets on an airplane, so they did, so no one else could get there, because they were all stuck somewhere. I was like, that was fucking genius like yeah so okay um, so you're comfortable with the prompt i am okay, okay you know the race prompt? yes okay the time is gonna start max goes first he gets one minute it's gonna start now. it was who would be the best teammate right yes okay well optimus prime would definitely be the best teammate because he has so many different skills and he has like super strength and stuff so all these challenges on the amazing race are to get to point a and b so he's not going to be a transport thing but he's gonna he can make money just on the side of the road sometimes like you have no money and you're in india you need to go somewhere optimus prime like here's optimus prime shake some hands get some money get a, a flight plan there you go so he'd be really good in that sense also he's a fan of the allspark what a like an all-powerful energy thing so him having maybe access to that is probably going to help in the amazing race and obviously uh everyone else in the amazing race is typically human and uh as we all know he's a uh, anthropomorphic truck uh car guy thing and that just comes with certain seconds. awesome things how many 15 um and he's really awesome and uh, and, uh dom toretto sucks and all you can do is tokyo drift so that's all you can do and optimus prime is strong and better than most humans okay sean your time starts now okay so uh dom is a much better fit because he is way more versatile in transportation and you're talking about physical challenges like jumping over tiger shit dom can absolutely do that uh number two uh dom can blend with Optimus, everyone's going to know exactly where you are all the time. And there, you're going to be a sore thumb sticking out in the crowd, and everybody's going to be like, fuck that guy. I want that guy off this team, and we're going we're gonna to actively root against this guy and work against him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, thirdly, Dom can hotwire anything. Anything. Cars, motorcycles, planes, boats, pacemakers, computers, sound equipment, whatever you want, whatever you need to accomplish that shit, Dom's going to do. Secondly, or fourthly, Dom comes with his own entourage. He's going to he's going to come with a team of badasses and you know Dom knows everybody in every fucking city. He's always got a guy. There's always a guy like oh, I got a guy, you know. This guy used to boost things with me back in the day in Seattle. Now he lives in bumfuck Egypt. Time's up. Max, you have 30 seconds starting now. Fuck Dom. You say he's versatile in transportation more than Optimus. He can turn into cars, bro. He can turn into cars. He can't drive them in this particular race. He can turn into them. Dom can blend in more. Optimus can turn into cars, bro. He can just be any car he wants. Blend in way better than Dom. Hotwire anything? Optimus can turn into cars, bro. He can do any, like, that type of stuff. He can turn into cars and maybe, well, he can't drive, though. So he can... 10 Help seconds. Though. And then, um, dude, he has Bumble, Bumblebee. Starscream's one of his enemies, but still good. So he has, he has a team, too. So that's it. Fuck you. Sean, 30 seconds starting now. Okay, first of all, Optimus cannot turn into anything. He can turn into a semi-truck, which is the <laughs> slowest vehicle ever. All right? Well, you can steal a moped and be faster than him, which would Dom would absolutely do. Uh, secondly, Dom has connections in the government. You know what I mean? Like he's got he's got, you know, that guy he knew back from way in the day who's working for the FBI now. So I want all green lights on Main Street right now. Right the fuck now. I need to rob this train. So uh <laughs> that's it. Tom all the way. That's it. That's it. 
Okay. The round's over. How confident do you guys feel? I feel very confident. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Max made one good point, I thought, with the fan appearances for money. Yeah, just one, right? Wait, fan appearances? I missed that one. What did he, he say? He said he would take pictures on the side of the road oh. and, and make money. And, and you so ma- I like money. that you mentioned the AllSpark, but you said it would help, but you didn't mention how it would help. Energy. It's good. <laughs> Sean, what I liked about you was obviously the physical aspect. Of course, he'd be great in challenges. I liked that you said that he would have an instant target on his back because he's easy to po- he's easy to point out. Optimus. How yeah. wearing a plane? I don't know about that. <laughs> the, entour- <laughs> the entourage I did like, though. Um, so, yeah, I have to give this one to host Sean with Dom Toretto. Ah, thank you. the challenge. Sorry, host man. I'm so mad because, like, I, I spent all this time. Look at all my Dom. I thought I was doing Dom this whole time. I wrote Tokyo Drift. Uh, he has a sister named Mia, Letty. Like, he wasn't even in Tokyo, in Tokyo Drift, Drift, you noob. Well, I was going to mention Tokyo Drift. Matter, I was like, dude, Dom can Tokyo Drift around anything. Like, that's well, the joke. If I got Dom Toretto, the first thing in my head was, like, by this time in the franchise, he's a superhero. He's not. He's no longer, like, a thief pulling over semi-trucks for car stereos. Right. Like, he's fucking, he's after nukes he's now. He's the best teammate you could ask for because he's so ballsy and he he ha, he just takes so such mad risks he doesn't care about any repercussion at all so, yeah yeah so whatever scenario you're gonna put him in i was just gonna like attribute superhero behavior i haven't even seen the past like four or five or six yeah. fast and furious movies yeah for sure the other one i was thinking of would who would be better uh, on a romantic date in the picnic or doing a picnic in the park and That's for hilarious. some reason, thinking of Optimus Prime just like sitting there at a picnic as a table. wingman. <laughs> Who would be a better wingman? Maybe no, just as a date. As a date, yeah. as a date dude. I say Optimus date because I want to be like uh, in the beginning. But I, I like the. Park, uh, I've seen it. I like the fact that the Amazing Race was a race, but that the means of transportation <laughs> were not seen considered. Amazing Race. I, like, I thought, uh, yeah, I thought that was the first. Forgot, they like, still the, want it though. Bring it back to Amazing Race. Actually, I think like I got so focused on other stuff what optimus could do yeah and that's why the turning into the the... car didn't help you because it's like well he said blend in and if they had but he can't move i i know i I noticed that (laughs) that's the rule (laughs) every time i said i'm like oh he can't move he can't move (laughs) all right well uh now that we got that solved i have another (laughs) pressing uh thing that has plagued man since they first discovered the bare-nosed wombat god here we go how old is Skinny Pete? Is the question. I, can, I can tell, like, the setup. He's trying to, he's trying to trick us. Yeah, exactly. There's no trick. trick. It. Yeah, it's okay. called a setup. And here's the punchline. Hey. Is your name even Sean? <laughs> Skinny. Take his, face, his mask off. Skinny Pete said you the whole time. Okay. What's All right, God damn it. What's happening? The bare-nosed wombat shits cubes, and science wants to know why. Oh. I feel like I've heard of something shitting cubes. Not recently, though, at all. So I'm kind of curious about it. I just thought that was a... Did we I always know, know that, or did we just, like, why now do we want to know? <laughs> I thought I knew that, but I guess maybe we didn't, if this is, like, a new... Tell us more. Fears. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it this little marsupial, uh, local Australia, it shits hundreds of tiny cube-shaped droppings every day. So it's like rabbit turds, but they're cubed. But they're cubed. Weird. Right? Like a, like a board cube? Uh, a little softer on the edges, but, yeah, like a six-sided uh, cube. I imagine, like... <laughs> A dodecahedron. Fuck. It's a D&D die that comes out. A bunch of crystals. His assholes, like, they only live for, like, two weeks because they just blow their assholes <laughs> Well, that's, that was my theory. It was like, is this a cube-shaped sphincter? Like, is it? Well, say their intestines assu- must be cube-shaped. I'm assuming that's what it was. Yeah. Like, so, actually, yeah, Mr. E, you're kind of hitting it. It's, um... 
They dissected one of these guys, and they found that the intestines were comprised of several different types of muscle tissue that expanded and contracted in different ways. <laughs> Making a cube shape. Yeah. yeah. And so... Uh, when, it, when it constricts, right? Right, yeah. So yeah. Uh, what happened was they built a computer, a computer model of these muscle tissues and then found that the, um, their positioning in the intestine... Uh, facilitated this kind of cube shape. It would flatten the sides and form edges. I was going to Google a picture of it, but it's his computer, so I don't want to. I think the time to do it. Marsupial shit. Yeah, the freedom right now to do it. Like, it's, yeah, I would totally do it. I think it's good. Sorry yeah, to no, cut absolutely. you off. Sure. Go for this it. The play like patty cake with the shit until it makes a square. Yeah. And then this poor creature has to shit a square out. Yeah, they're not, they're not hard edges. Is, is the anus circle a circle? I assume so. I think I so, think it's like so any other this anus. Poor creature has to shit a square out of a circle asshole, <laughs> just because its stomach makes little squares. That's nice. Well, it's intestines, but yeah, it does it all the time. Oh, it's intestines. Yeah, 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 all the time. It lives with it. Like it doesn't know any different. How long do they live? Uh, uh, sixty to seventy. I don't know. Oh, Why okay. the fuck? It's about their poop. I don't care about oh, their lifespan. Like, assholes just exploded out and they die. <laughs> Um, so as for what the world is supposed to do with this new information, mm-hmm. <laughs> Hugh, the, uh, one of the, uh, lead scientists here admits that it's not going to replace the way we manufacture plastic, but the wombat strategy, uh, could help engineers to not design better ways to shape valuable or sensible, sensitive materials. That's super cool. We learned something <laughs> from an animal shit. That will help us in the future. Maybe. No, I think that's really cool, actually. I mean, yeah, it's, it's almost like a way to, like... In you the know future. scientists could replicate that. Oh, yeah. For sure. It, but how would they make it useful? Well, that's when for the... androids, the shit squares. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's for the uh, inventor to facilitate there. But, uh, you know, it could come in handy in some sort of manufacturing way when you're dealing with some sort of soft good and you want it to be a certain form. Like a hay bale. Have you ever seen those big... Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Cylinders of hay? Like, they're crazy. So, um, definitely fuck you and everything we said before. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to talk about something that's really true and near our hearts. Something called uh, Guinness Corner. 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 Guinness, Guinness Corner. Yes, it's been a while since we've done this, and I've had these on the books for a while, so I really want to watch, I want to see you guys' reaction to these supposed awesome guinness thing yeah first of all keyword supposed because they're always like how many waffles can you throw at a screen door (laughs) how many of this can you do of that it's like you you teased it last week though and you didn't show us so i've been waiting i'm teasing i'm teasing okay so here's the first one so a pakistani martial artist can we guess on this what was that can we guess on this i was gonna Uh, of course exactly no problem let's say a pakistani martial artist he broke the guinness world record when he punched a blank amount of clay sporting targets in one minute so how many, you know, like those clay targets where you shoot? How many could you punch in in a minute? Okay, is his question achievement. Yes. Uh, what was the setup like? Were they tossing him at him? Is he is he walking down a row of these things that are hanging in front of him, and he's just good question punching? Are they shooting like, him at? Him? Yeah, exactly. What what's the setup here? I'll show you. Okay, and you're getting your laptop set up, and oh, so he's throwing him. Oh, a teammate's throwing. Oh, him. okay. Don't play anymore. Yeah, we're no, because at that pace, pace yeah. yeah okay. We're the pace. okay. Okay, you can go first. Um, I'll oh, say, right, I'll say, uh, seeing that pace right there, I'll say, uh, 75. Oof, man. My guess was almost right on that. I'm going to say with fatigue, 
considered that it would be 73. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Like it. it was 62. <laughs> uh, was I didn't even think about the pace, but as soon as you guys said, oh, the pace, oh, God, I gave it away. Well, because yeah. I was thinking one a second as like a baseline, and then that was faster than one a second. And so but, this so guy he did tire down. This guy was standing uh, stationary, and he had a assistant throwing them in front of him in which he would knock them out of midair. Wow. And it looks like he's actually taking a step back, too, so the assistant can... Uh, move through the line oh, of these wow. play things. Dude, uh, his teammate threw one super bad and this dude's he still hit it. This is the crazy thing. Your teammate needs to be as good as you are. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Like, Here's the real to... question, guys. Do you recognize this man? No. Is he the guy that broke his head open on the Wait, uh, is he sponges? <laughs> walnut shells? Is he wet sponges? He's not wet sponges. No, that was a white dude. Yeah. He is the man. He's not walnut shell face, is he? Oh, that was brutal. Broke his head on the Welsh. Yeah! <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally recognize it. This is the guy who smashed his head with walnuts over and over again. So he's this martial artist, Pakistani guy. Well, I guess he smashed his head with walnuts, and now he he hits clay, whatever the fuck, uh, uh, shot things, basically. And so he... I like him more than the David Rush guy because David Rush is the guy who like stacks Oreos and does all that other shit. Yeah, and so this guy now is on our radar because he's doing like awesome shit, slamming his head into these walnuts, <laughs> punch, punching sixty-two of the clay thing. Just the fact those walnuts—that is such a oh brutal God, thing. His dude. head's bleeding from it. Yeah, dude, he earned that one. That uh, being said, how how does how did his fist look after punching sixty-two? Right? Wait, you noticed by the way when you yeah, mentioned. Okay. The walnut one, I don't think you ever mentioned that he was a martial artist. I probably did. Maybe, yeah. Okay, the technique, I get it, yeah. But I don't know. Uh, yeah, I that's no what idea. I'm saying. I, I think probably, that was new. So I probably like... said some insane guy. But, yeah, <laughs> probably. Exactly. So the next one uh-huh. um, this is, is David Rush. Now, we, oh, we know him as the Oreo sponge face. This is Spongeface. Yeah, this is the guy who got man. 30-something wet sponges whipped you know, in his he's face. He's getting Guinness World Records, and he's right. into this stuff. So I always like to, sh- like... I know a million of his records at this point, but anyway, I want to talk about one he did that I okay. Okay. I want to bring up another thing really quick on uh-huh. this story. Do you remember when um Topi Combs we were at his apartment, this is his old apartment, uh-huh. and he had that balance board thing? Yes. I love the balance board. Do you remember when I tried it out? Didn't you fall on your ass or something? I fell or? on my fucking ass and yeah. ate shit. I swear it was before in front of you and Toby Combs and I ate complete Okay, I wasn't there for this so explain it. Okay, well what a balance board is, do you know what a balance board yes, is? Basically yes. like the, but like was a, hit, a, how was the his notes, like it's like a circle, you're on a board, it's supposed to help you snowboard. And I tried it out for the cuz just or Toby Combs I should say was sitting there just Who like, is oh. a snowboarder by the way? Who was a snowboarder? Yeah. He was like sliding back and forth just like slide 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 no problem. So he made it look easy. So I'm like, let me try that shit. And I got on it, and instantly was like, slide, eight complete garbage, like I've <laughs> never eaten before. And so that's why I'm why I'm mentioning is David Rush. He set the new record for slicing with a samurai sword, Ooh. 68 grapes, while on a balance board. So I thought that was kind of impressive. Like usually we. Talk what was the record this before this? Zero. Yeah, uh, exactly. Well, he broke the record before that. <laughs> Come so, on. Actually, the whole thing is. So here he is. Describe what you're seeing. He's in an apartment, surprisingly <laughs> enough, on a balance board with a samurai sword, and he's got someone tossing grapes at him, and that someone is standing right in front of him, too. So And he's not slashing it like anime style like you would think. He's actually no. just dabbing <laughs> it, kind of like a like a bunt <laughs> in yeah. baseball. But still, the precision is on point. It's and he's not even hitting all of them, either. Dude. Of course not. This is the it first said slice. Oh, so. you know, do you mean, of course not, because he's not a fucking ninja or a trained professional? <laughs> yeah. Or just... <laughs> like, 
Well, first of all, too, like that's why I brought up that story of the balance board because I, as we all know, I own a samurai sword and we've all swung it and cut things apart. Oh, I love. So there, is, there is some skill to like cutting something that's for in sure. the air, especially a grape because it is small. It's funny but that it's, it's in the balance board, and house. I ate shit on one once, and I'm like, wow. So I'm actually this is the first one I've been impressed. with. I, I kind of want to take a little break here and tell the audience about uh, Sword Day. Yeah. Of course, that's what made me think of that. Sure. So, uh, like, that's uh, pretty much the end of that Guinness one. Is that he did sixty-eight? Good for him. Listen up here, audience. Max has a samurai sword, and it's a functioning samurai sword. Uh, you can swing it around, and it's uh, it's legitimate, and it's it sharp. Fun- it is functional. And um, uh, every now and then, we'll get together, and we'll all buy pool noodles and watermelons and water bottles and all sorts of weird, Two wacky liter shit. soda bottles. Oh, yeah. And we'll just slice the hell out of this. Now, we're all, we're all pretty safe about it, and it's a hell of a day. And uh, I, I do miss it. We haven't done it in these COVID times, but yeah. uh, it's a fun release. They've done it a lot, and the last time I did it was my first time, so it was a lot of fun. They yeah, actually boxes in town too. You guys, they set up strings across the backyard, and then they actually had like a pool noodle man <laughs> that was like yes. a, a dummy you could cut into. I was very the impressed. The weights never <laughs> works though. That's For sucks. sure, there was like, not enough resistance to to get the clean. We try to cut stuff anyway. Resistant and weight and stuff. We've definitely refined our technique as far as uh, cutting materials. So here's, what's the next one? Say, here's the last uh, the last one on the Guinness corner. Um, so Xbox they celebrated a uh, an update for Destiny Two. This was like back in December, so this is one of the old ones. But I thought it was really sick. We're all kind of gamers and stuff. So what they did is they set a Guinness record for projecting a game on the side of a mountain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they projected a nineteen thousand and ninety square foot screen on the side of Copper Mountain. Wow. Uh, in Frisco for snowboarder Grant Giller. To play Destiny Two Beyond Light, so this dude got to play Destiny Two, which we you know who cares about that game, but he got to play it on the side of a mountain. So here again, here's a little so bit. So wait, video. you said there was a screen though, right? No, no, no. no. The it screen was literally was the just mountain. projected it's, it's on the a, mountain. It's a projector. That'd be on a hard mountain. to play with like the. <laughs> so he's playing like on a mountain. So I want to see the video this. here. Okay, promo, promo, promo. It's mostly promo. Yeah, shot sucks, of unfortunately. bullshit. I, th- I thought the video and... was kind of shitty for this achievement. But still, the idea of playing like an Xbox game on the side of a mountain. That's, wow. Yeah, they did a good job mapping the mountain as far as the uh, There's no way it came out that flat, though. Yeah, no, because you map it. You tell the screen like, hey, uh, this corner up here in the right... You know, when you initially project it, it's going to, uh, you know, be distorted because of the curvature of the mountain. Right. But you you drag in the corners in the software and say like, no, this is square. So it takes in the it takes the depth into consideration. Absolutely. Oh wow! Absolutely. That I had no idea. That is cool. Well, that's that. like wow. Yeah, it, it, that's a good. Uh, what am I trying to say? Projections artist. That's mm-hmm. that's who handles that shit. Gotcha. And that's their main job is making sure it's flat. I just thought it was sick that he was playing on the side of a mountain. That's Even though I thought, cool. I thought that video was very kind of short, and like I wanted to see like awesome just gameplay like at his side playing on the mountain. Instead, it kind of showed like one shot of it, right? And that's it. So I almost wonder how well it really worked or something. But I assume it sick, would. Though. It's just an Xbox hooked up to essentially a TV, except this TV is just a projector. Dude, like, let's let's play some like N sixty four Smash 
on the side of a okay, mountain. You, okay, you mentioned Smash and we mentioned theaters earlier. Have you heard that they rent out theaters for private parties? And there's like a picture of people sitting in a theater playing eight-player Smash on like the fucking theater. Are you talking Whoa. like AMC movie theaters? Yes, you can rent out the whole theater to a party that of your own. would be amazing. Right? Tekken? I wanted to mention earlier, but it's a little Tekken. off topic, but you said Smash, so oh, I had to bring it up. Oh, man, no, that's a great topic. Each of us could that. rent but our own theater say, and play PUBG. You would be the guy... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> bring my whole computer there. <laughs> right, exactly. We should look into this. We can do it. Dude, that'd be sick. <laughs> that really would be. That would be tons yeah. of fun. I don't know. So here, uh, okay, let me, uh, 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 you caught me off guard here. You're just like, hey, check it out. Well, I mean, that's the end of that one. That's the end of uh, Guinness Corner. I did three. Hey, you're right. Good Guinness Corner. That's the end of what? Guinness Corner. Corner. Okay, so I got a new study here that uh, says, depending on how you play The Sims, it may indicate whether or not you have psychotic tendencies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've never played this before. <laughs> but you oh played GTA. You owned a Tamagotchi. You I have yeah. played oh, yeah. GTA and I'm a I'm a and a Red uh you know Red Dead Redemption 2 or whatever yeah. but point being I'm a dick in those games. You've had the opportunity to abuse a non-player character. Yes. <laughs> Just I some... think it's funny out of all the types of video games, it's the Sims that's linked to psychotic tendencies. <laughs> like, not Doom or Counter-Strike or anything like that. The, the Sims, Sims, bro. Well, there's some reasons they actually use the Sims. So, I want to uh, hear it. So here's the deal. Um, so a study back from 2015 found that people with psychotic behavior tend to use more mean behaviors and less friendly interactions in the video game Sims 3. Mm-hmm. So that study wow. came from 2015. So to build on that theory, um, a new study published in the Journal of Evolutionary Psycholo- Psychological Science aimed at observing the interactions between psychotics and normal people using Sims 3. So they wow. knew psychotics... Play the game and yeah. display Sims these three became the medium. Yeah, basically. <laughs> maybe because it's so like you can do so many options in that game, right? Because you can, like make babies and throw them in pools and stuff, right? Or well, yeah, essentially the, the I, real. I'm assuming you can. Yeah, the real crux here was uh, they wanted to really test personality types. So you can program like you know you you start a household and you program a couple people and you give them uh, certain personality types and what they did here was for the uh, personality types they gave them four different ones. Um, they the first one is a cheater. It's deceptive, sneaky, and charming. Second one is a hawk, aggressive, rude, and mean. Third one is a dove, submissive, nervous, and shy. And the fourth one is a cooperator. Nice, trusting, cooperative. So they wanted to see how the psychopath interacted with these people. With those personalities. Yes, exactly. And what they what they would do to each one or whatnot. And so they tested this over 205 uh, participants. And they, I mean, out of 205 people, they didn't necessarily say how many were psychotic. Uh-huh. <laughs> Someone must have been. I mean, yeah, I was like, <laughs> but yeah, knowing the signs that you look for in Sims to detect a psychotic person, they were able to narrow down their search, and then they really studied the psychotics based on how they interacted. 
So there's like Jeez. out of the 205, there's a smaller sample group of psychotics. Well, how do you of know? Because like, dude, again, back to GTA. Yes, we've all got a murder ramp. I used to call that game like murder game. Oh, it's you great just, like, you murder simulator. Everyone. Yeah, yeah you're like <laughs> that's what it basically became. Because yeah, like I didn't even do the missions, you know. So I want, but that's the whole point. It's like that's what you're. It's like almost like the holodeck. Right? Uh. Yeah, I mean, essentially, and, you know, you get your jollies off however you want to do it. But um, so they were really testing the uh, cheater hawk hypothesis, hypothesis, which uh, indicates that or suggests that psychotic traits may have evolved as a way of gaining resources through cheating behavior. So essentially exploiting people, they got more resources, thus they they bred better and pass that gene along and blah 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 um and then the hawk idea is that um uh it's defined as using aggression to their own ends Mm. so you're willing to cheat and compromise someone else's sovereignty essentially or human i think you just like take to get what you want to get what you want and then you're willing the hawk for a reason and then you're willing to use aggression as well Mm. as in physical aggression um so they tested that, and uh, let me see here. Um, they should add Shrek to it, too. Like, get out of my swamp. <laughs> so it turns out the participants displayed more psychotic tendencies um, and were not very nice to the characters. But breaking down those re- the results further, they found that psychopaths were more likely to engage in aggressive and mean behavior towards those characters who showed fewer signs of aggression and you know uh, that I can believe standing up. So they really they took Go advantage the of ones. the sheep, yeah. essentially. I mean, that's just like real serial killers, right? There's always signs when you're younger of animal abuse and all that stuff. It ties in exactly the same way. I guess I think I'm a serial killer, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> take advantage of the week. That's I'm exactly what now. Is. Like Jesus, because is like, that why you borrowed twenty dollars from me, you son of a yeah. bitch? Yeah, I left a present for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So one area that went against their expectations was uh, that with um, people with higher level of uh, psychopathic traits tended not to show as many cheater behaviors as they were expecting. So they didn't necessarily screw over other people. They just found that they were more aggressive hmm. toward people that were, I guess, in, in their eyes, willing to take it. Because if you go aggressive on aggressive, chances are you're in for a conflict. But aggressive on passive, it's an easier road to hoe, right? So a road to hoe? Is that a phrase? I think so. I think it's a perfectly cromulent thing to say. Never heard that before. A road to hoe? Dude, you hadn't heard Druthers the other I day. I hadn't. I thought you were full of shit. Yeah, and, no. I, and then it was in a TV show, <laughs> like the next day. We looked it up on like Wikipedia that day. It was like yeah. Druthers. I was pretty, yeah. Road to hoe, though? I'm a word. A fucking, yeah, road well, how, to hoe. How do you use it in a sentence? It makes sense. I just did. He did. I didn't get it. When I'm on sense. my farm, I hoe all the roads. <laughs> Works for me. Yeah. Suck it. So the team says not to worry about your friend that just tortures the shit out of Sims. Because uh, research show that perfectly healthy and normal people can be uh, just as much of a dick to computer characters without being psycho. 
That is, no, the cycle is also ridiculous to people. Yeah, I, all this okay. study really proved is that, like, oh, yeah, uh, everything we thought about psychos are pretty on the ball. Yeah, so psychos <laughs> do dick shit in video games. <laughs> I think so it's like, awesome that a video game was involved in a scientific study. That's right? really cool. That's really cool. I think because, like you guys were saying, the versatility of the video game. For sure. It's a world simulator. So they were able to program situations without having to uh, invest a shit ton of money. And it's like a second life, game. right? So mm. it's like what you might be yeah. in real life, you might be the complete opposite in this game mm. because you're not what you are. You Did know? you guys ever play Red Dead Redemption? No. Because they had like a, a meter of like how good or bad you were. Oh, I like, like versus that. Versus in GTA, that shit didn't happen. Yeah. So I mean, because you'll be like in Red Dead Redemption, like going down the road on your horse and then someone's like, please help me. I got a snake bite. And it's like, go help him. But you actually can like shoot that lady in the face and, you know, throw her <laughs> off the side of a mountain. But it... It keeps track. He goes like, "Oh, you did something bad." <laughs> like, yeah. nice. so I played that game, and I was, I was pretty much in the red for the whole kind, the whole time. Well, that's. I mean, it's an escape. I don't plan on doing any of this stuff in real life, so let's just try it out here. The holodeck yeah. would be bathed in blood and jizz, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> like, that's what the holodeck is for. No, it totally it's is to it bust totally a nut is. and kill people. Like that's and maybe maybe fly in. Uh, Maybe fly in a dream. Well, I, I have one last little small topic here. I thought I it was cool. It. It's about um, counting elephants and like possibly the new way to do that. That be more efficient. About very that. easy. One, two. You want to do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there. yeah, okay, go on. <laughs> it takes a long time, eh? Um, so uh, conservationists, they've, they're starting to use uh, satellite imagery to count elephants from space. Oh, spray paint and satellite industry. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Imagery. Yep. Uh, Russia is uh, trying to find elephants and destroy them. No, no, no. Uh, basically, it's all about counting elephants. And this is good for conversation, uh, conservation, I should say, because knowing the population of these animals is a way to be like, you know, we have accurate numbers. And in the past, how they count them is pretty much aerial counts from people in aircrafts. So people just fly around and go, one. Two, yeah, and being three. animals, like, that's a pain in the ass. Yeah, and they did say people get exhausted, and sometimes, you know, they're hindered by poor visibility. You know what they didn't say? I was like, they're probably wasted counting elephants all day or something, too. <laughs> like, just like, wah, elephant counting. So, but now they're using this, like, satellite monitoring system, which is obviously unobtrusive to the animals and stuff, too. But mm. it's cool. It's very efficient because um, the satellite's orbiting 370 miles from the Earth, and it can survey up to 2,000 miles of land in one pass. And pretty much can do the work of dudes that take a couple hours. How many minutes. miles from the Earth is it orbiting? 370. Oh, we just learned that a drone can reach one mile. So that's... That's a better drone. That's, that's a, a very satellite. small percentage. <laughs> <laughs> or higher. And, and pretty much these scientists train the algorithm to recognize only adults among a data set of 1,000 elephants. And then they, the computer figured out even how to find uh, the calves pretty much from there. Here's a picture of Oh, it. wow. So the computer is actually doing the counting. Yeah. Fascinating. Like, so they take a picture, and then the computer identifies the shapes oh, wow. and counts it. Yeah. Like, huh. I know it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it's kind of a... I mean, this kind of blows me away, because like, if they're counting elephants with this shit, I mean, they're obviously watching everyone from satellites. And we oh, for sure. That, but still, just they like, know. So like, now they're using them, just like, let's count some elephants. And like, oh, they're there. <laughs> They're probably they're gonna be fucking accurate as fuck. <laughs> like they know now. I know there's like 973 elephants. I know, and one sick. They know exactly where we're podcasting from. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's body heat signatures, and uh, they probably got snipers trained on us right now, just in case we say the wrong thing about you. Laser. 
Dude, I can't tell you how many Loch Ness stories I've seen. I love Loch Ness. Anyways, moving on. Fucking. Like, hey, I saw a Loch Ness story and it was like, um, oh, Loch Ness been spotted this year. First time this year. Yay. And it's like, what? What? The you fuck? Brought, alive. You brought up the story before where they swept the whole lake or whatever and they oh, found yeah. nothing. Yeah, they found nothing. <laughs> I was disappointed. <laughs> and yet these people are still on it. So yeah, good for dude. them. I forget what you were just talking about, but I'm sure it was amazing. It was. Change oh, yeah, life. the elephants. Yes. And County elephants. I'll tell you what. That one, I don't think he's going to make it to the next episode. I'm not going to remember that guy. <laughs> he's fucking out of my head as soon as we're done here. <laughs> that, that's why it's at the end of the Better Than Most Things podcast. You know what? I have something for the very end here. I wanted, oh. to, I wanted to bring it up. If you guys haven't seen this movie, I highly recommend it. It was a, it was a great movie, and I can't speak enough about it. It's called Psycho Gorman. Okay. Uh, I'm pimping it hard. I don't know. Pimping it? Yeah. I'm not being paid for this, but... Uh, it was a great movie, and we saw it at a local drive-in. You guys can see it on Amazon or Google, or it, okay, you know, it's or all out there. Movies are sold. Exactly. Okay. It was a. It was an awesome. It was a horror comedy about two kids who accidentally unearth a uh, ancient alien warlord who's bent on death and destruction, but the kid right. controls it. Essentially, it's like a genie thing, you know. Oh. But it's amazing. Love it. Comedy. Corny as hell. Is Shaquille O'Neal in this movie? Oh, five times. Oh, perfect. Five times. He hangs dong. Oh God! Boom. So, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, that was my uh, that was my corner. That was my movie corner. Thanks for joining us on this episode. Peace. And don't forget to h- check out Host Max Twitch stream. Twitch TV slash Wentrask. Oh yeah. W e n t r a s k. Yeah. And Mister E's stream. God, I can't talk. <laughs> Twitch TV slash Barbecue. That's R A W R B E Q U E. Give us a follow. He's good at all games except Tekken and PUBG. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us on Better Than Most Things. Keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discussed, we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything. Submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram, both at btmt underscore podcast. And please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.